Thanks for joining us at Faith. We hope the message you're about to hear encourages your day and draws you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to join us for service or find out more about the church, visit faith.church. That's faith.church. We are continuing to lean into God. We're continuing to let his word pierce our hearts. We're continuing to seek God's word and say, God, what are you, what are you saying to me? How do you want me to respond? What do you want to heal in my life? And we've titled this the series, Be Free, because this is what you need to know. God wants you to be free. So many times we carry things in life and we stay in bondage and we stay with anchors in our lives and we drag them and we're exhausted all the time. It's because we haven't fully stepped into and received the full gift that God has given to you through his son, Jesus Christ. And I just want to declare over you today that you are going to be free in Jesus' name. You're going to be free from every demonic attack against your life. You're going to be free from your flesh. You're going to be free from all the things that plague you in the name of Jesus. And so before we get into this message today, I'm going to pray. And we're going to commit this time to the Lord. So Lord, right now, we commit this time to your word. We are here to lift your name. We're here to exalt you. We are here to receive from you. We are here to tune our ears to your voice so that you could speak to us. And Lord, I ask you in every person's device, every room, every heart, that we'd hear you today. We'd hear your liberation over our life and what you want us to become and what you're inviting us to become. And so, Lord, right now, we say yes to you. We look at your word, and we say yes to your word. Fill our hearts right now with your counsel and with your healing in the name of Jesus. So we're continuing today in this series, Be Free. And I titled today's message very simply, Be Free. And we're looking at the book of Galatians. And we're wondering and we're asking the questions. What I love about the Word of God, you can, you can engage with it and you can, you can wonder. I wonder what this means. You can ask questions. How does that apply to me? This is what we know about the Word of God. That is God, it's God breathed. He's, he's given it to us. It's a gift. And it's still living today. It just wasn't applicable for a couple thousand years ago. It has been applicable. It's the moment it was written. It was, yes, the pen was in the hand of a man, but they were inspired by the Holy Spirit under the anointing of God to give us the words of God in our lives today. And so we're going to lean into it. God wants to set us free from all thoughts about him and about yourself that just aren't true. The Word of God gives help to us. It helps us to know ourselves. It helps us to know God. But it's also important to know this whole idea of who God is, which we we began to look at last week because we leaned into the grace of God. Many of us were challenged. Many of us wrestled with it. Many of us says, yeah, but what does that mean? And then, then, well, but can you take it too far? Listen, we are just going to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and to guide us. We need to know what the gospel is all about because our, our whole faith in God through his son, Jesus Christ, is based on what's called the gospel. The gospel means the good news. There's sometimes there's a temptation. You know what? I, I, we know the gospel. Tell me, tell me the real mysterious stuff. How about this? Let's actually first get the gospel at the foundation of who we are. Then we can discover all the other mysteries. But the gospel is the foundation of your life. And this letter of Galatians was written to Christians who were turning 
from the true meaning and the liberating gospel to something else. They were missing the point. And I want to remind you today of why Jesus came. I want you to let these words of Jesus to sink deep in your heart. I want you to receive them today right where you, right, right where you are. Listen to why Jesus said he came. Luke chapter 4. This is what Jesus says. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. To set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus is all about freedom. He's all about your freedom. He's all about you living the life that he's called you to live and he purchased for you to live. He, he has come to set you free. And the gospel is the liberator for all of those who believe. Jesus came to be a liberator for your life. Here's, here's the truth. You can be saved. You can go to church. And you can still be bound up with stuff in your life. You can, you can accept the area of God's grace in some areas of your life for salvation, but then reject some of these other areas he offers you. And you are living in bondage. You're living under a weight that God doesn't want you to live under. You're going to be set free today in Jesus' name. God wants to liberate your heart, your mind, your soul, your body, your fears. And he wants to deposit in you his grace and realign your belief about who he is and who you are in him today. Be free in Jesus' name. The passage today is out of Galatians chapter 5. And listen to what Paul writes these Christians in Galatia. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So stand firm then. And do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So this shows us that we can be set free in Christ but still carry burdens. Still be, be, be in bondage. By burdens, by yokes. A yoke is what would go around an ox's um, neck and shoulders and, and they were carrying heavy weights. Well, you can have a yoke. I don't know what your yoke is today, but what I do know is that Jesus wants to break that yoke off of your neck today. He wants to set you free because he wants you to be free. And so we're going to receive that word today. These people that he was writing this letter to, was, they were not living and freedom. Paul actually says they were living in bondage. They were beginning to get back underneath bondage, following rules and regulations so that they could then feel like, now I'm pleasing God. They were being influenced by a messenger of bondage. And Paul was proclaiming the message of Jesus, which is freedom. And receive that today. I want to look at three things that Jesus wants to set us free from. God wants you to be free. He wants you to be free in Jesus' name. Number one, three, the first one of the three things that Jesus wants you to be set free from is number one is this. God wants you to be free from guilt. So many of us carry guilt around. Guilt of the past, guilt of mistakes. The fact is, listen, we all live with guilt. We all make mistakes, but when you carry guilt around and you don't allow the gospel of Jesus Christ and the grace and the love of God to set you free, it robs you of your happiness. It robs you, and if you carry it around, it, it can cause depression, it can cause sickness. 
God says, I want you to be free. Are you carrying any guilt around that you've, you've confessed and you've given to the Lord, but you're still living under the guilt of it? You'd be free of that guilt right now in the name of Jesus. Ephesians 1 says this. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our sins. If you confessed it, it's forgiven. You might feel today, you know what, I just don't know how to get rid of the past, Jason. I'm a prisoner of my past. I, I, I don't know if I can ever move on from my mistakes. and I, I don't know if I can ever lose this feeling. Inside. It haunts me. It, it follows me. I'm afraid somebody's going to find out about it. Jason, I've made too many mistakes. I, I need to carry this around to, to, to punish myself. I, I can't be totally set free from it. Yes, you can. Jesus wants you to be set free today. Jesus said, I want to set you free from the burden of guilt today. Because our lives, right now in this virus and the quarantine, have slowed down. We have more time right now to remember the mistakes of our past. We have more time also, though, please hear me, instead of listening to the voices of the past and the, and the voices of condemnation, we also have more time to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit that wants to heal you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to set you free. God wants you and I to be set free from all areas of guilt. All. Every one of them. Guilt from our mistakes. Guilt, guilt from sin that we've confessed. God wants you to be free from guilt. The reality is you will make mistakes. We will have opportunities to be guilty. It may not even be a, sin, a sinful decision. We made a wrong decision and we carry guilt of that. You're going to mess things up, but God wants us to learn from those mistakes, to give those things to him, and he wants us to walk and live free from guilt because he's the life giver. Guilt has no place in the life of a believer. Zero place. It doesn't belong to you. Because for us, when we come to God and we say, listen, God, I've really messed things up. I've made mistakes. This is what I've done wrong. Please forgive me. God says, you're forgiven. He not only says you're forgiven, he says, I'm going to wipe your slate clean. I'm going to wash you as white as snow. It's, it, he, I'm going to blot out everything. So you need to understand it today. So if you were to stand before God and say, God, today, you know, remember that sin? And he, no, I don't actually. About that, that mistake I made in that relationship, he said, what, what, what are you talking about? If you confess to him, he no longer remembers. The Bible says this, that he chooses not to remember. It's not that he forgot. God's God. He knows everything. But he made a conscious decision. I choose to not remember your sin no more. So when you bring it up, he's like, mm -mm, don't remember. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who that is. I see before me a new creation. I see before me someone who is perfect and clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. I see someone in front of me with an incredible future to walk out and to live and to overcome and to be an overcomer because you were in Jesus. That's who I see and I like you. That's what he says to you. You receive that today. There, there now in Christ, now is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The gospel sets you free from guilt and condemnation. Receive that today. Apply that to every area of your life. 
If you've been walking with the Lord for a long time, are there are these areas of guilt? I know many, many believers who carry these things of guilt. And, and Satan pokes at them and stirs them up and shames them. And they live under this cloud of guilt. Jesus says, I don't want you to be there anymore. The gospel says, do not let there be a burden or any belief that you are somehow not totally free in Christ Jesus. I think, uh, you know, I, I, what I get to do is I get to teach the Bible. And it's very important to me to teach it in an accurate way. And in the, in the book of Galatians, there were people who were coming in and teaching it in a way that was burdensome. And I think a good test of a Bible teacher is whether or not he or she teaches like a Pharisee or like Paul. Jesus said that the Pharisees tied heavy loads around their, their hearers, li lists of rules, putting a yoke of burden on them to, to all of those who heard their teaching. That's the type of teaching that crushes people, that robs people of life. It's lifeless. It offers no hope and no security. Paul, on the other hand, what he taught was the message of Jesus. He takes people to Jesus as their final resting place. In Christ, we find our peace. We find our liberty. We find our joy. We find our security. That's what Paul did today. Follow the teachings of Jesus and Paul, not the voices in your head. Not some teaching maybe you heard many years ago that's caused you to live under this burden. Be free today in Jesus' name. Be free from the guilt and condemnation in Jesus' name. You, re you receive that today. Be free in Jesus' name. The second thing that we're going to look at that God wants to set you free from today is God wants you to be free from the expectations of other people. He wants you to be free from living your life to please other people. He just wants you to please Him. So many times, this can rob us of the, of the life that we have. It can rob us of adventures with God. Because we're always thinking, but what does somebody else think? First Thessalonians says this. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motives of our hearts. He alone. In other words, we live for God, not for people. Jesus says, I want you to be free to be who I created you and made you to be. I want you to be free in Jesus' name today. We spend so much of our time trying to be like other people. We look to them. I want to be like them. I want to, listen, there's nothing wrong with looking up to people and admiring some characteristics or, or some, some uh, areas of integrity. Like, I want to be. There's nothing wrong with that. But when we start saying, I, I need to be like them as a person because I'm not enough. That's an issue. God wants you to be you. Conformity and the pressures of conformity is real in the world we live in. To be like somebody else. Now, you being you though, now please hear me today, must be defined by God's word. So your true self is found in the submission to the word of God. But you have an opportunity to be liberated to be you, who God has made you to be. God wants to set you free from living up to other people's expectations. Jesus wants to set you free from the pressure of becoming like other people. One of the things about being a Christian is this. It actually is a very simple, straightforward life. 
You don't have to be and live in tension about pleasing everybody all the time. Following Jesus allows you to center on pleasing Him and Him alone. Because if I'm pleasing the Lord, it will always be what's best for me. And I'll always be me if I'm, my purpose is to please Him. Regardless of what other people think, if I'm doing what God wants me to do, then that's all that counts. That's all that's important. God wants you to be free to just put Him at the center of your life. Stop living for, for the expectations of other people. It's exhausting. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be free and just be you and then be okay with who you are under submission to the Word of God. I know for me, just as a pastor, there are lots of opportunities for me to conform to what I do, what I preach, what I say. But this is what you learn really quick in life. It's imp- it, I could change everything so I could please this voice says oh do this do this this it happens all the time you have the same voices no matter where we are but this is what I think we all know it is impossible to please everybody you won't do it it'll never happen well Jason yeah you can you can try no uh, no actually even God can't please everybody he can't do it so what makes me think that I can what makes you think you can You can't please everybody. He wants you to be free from that pressure in Jesus' name. When you come to the point and you say, Jesus, you love me for who I am. And people put pressure on you. You just need to remember, hey, listen, listen, God likes me. And if you don't like me, take it up with him. He likes me. He loves me. I'm submitted to his word. He wants you to be free. He wants to set you free from the pressure of the conformity to other people and to the world. We have pressures even in our lives in areas of materialism. I don't know who said it, but there's a saying that says, you know, we buy things that we don't need with money we don't have to impress people we don't even like. <laughs> Why? Because we want to conform. We want to we look a certain way. Can I just say something real quick? Who cares what other people think about you? Be free. Jesus loves you. He's crazy about you. You're quirky because he made you quirky. We're all quirky. A life that's solely fixed on pleasing the Lord and submitting to the Word of God is a life that is free to live. It's free to live. Accept that today. You are free to be yourselves. God wants to use this time in your life to set you free from the things that keep you from living it well and enjoying your life. Walk in the freedom of the uniqueness of who God made you to be. Take this time of different rhythms and patterns that, yes, it's thrown us off, but it's also given us time to say, on the other side of this, I want to be, I want to be healthy. I want to be free. Let me encourage you, Jesus is offering that to you today, to be free. Number three, God wants to set you free from being a slave to your desires. God wants to set you free 
for being a slave to your desires. In other words, there are habits that we have in our lives. And we say, you know, I just can't control it. I just can't stop. There are folks who, who just don't have control. I just can't stop drinking or eating. I just can't stop pornography, anger, gossip, manipulation, speaking negatively, whatever it is. You know what it is for you. And I bring these things up because I want you to be free. They're not brought up to condemn. They're brought up for you to identify Jesus wants you to be free from them. The gospel of Jesus Christ shows us that if we are in Christ, we are not a slave to our sinful desires. We're not a slave to our impulses. We're not a slave to them. As a Christian, our sinful desires don't tell us what to do. The Spirit of God tells us what to do. And Jesus has given us victory over our sinful desires. We are dead to our sinful desires. In other words, they've been defeated already. They're gone. They, they've been defeated. They might still be there, but they have no hold on you. Listen to what Paul says in Romans chapter 6. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with. That we should no longer be slaves to sin. Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. You've been set free from your appetites, from the desires of your flesh. You've been set free from that. Receive that today in Jesus' name. Just let, let me give you a little hint here. The way that you deal with your sinful desires is not just saying no to them all the time. No, no, no. But also you, you can say no to them. You can crucify. No, no, I'm not going to have that. But then in turn, you, are saying, you need to say yes to the gospel and say yes to the work of the Spirit in your life. Say yes to that. Focus on what the Spirit's saying. Focus on those good things. Focus, focus on who you are in Jesus Christ. Overcoming simple desires isn't about knowing the Bible. Spiritual, though, though you need to read it and God uses it. Spiritual maturity isn't about reading books, going to seminars. That's very helpful. Your maturity is, is measured by how you allow God to change you from the inside out. Being empowered by the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit. Living in the fruits of the Spirit. We must daily, you know how we do that? We daily yield. We daily surrender to Him. So that we do not gratify the desires of the flesh. So much of our lives is built on, I got to work harder. I got to try harder. And we try to guide our own lives. We, gotta, we have to guide our own fleshly desires. But instead, please hear me today. This is, this is, this is contrary to, to the way we think. Instead of you trying to guide yourself all the time, we need to let the Holy Spirit guide our lives. And then we, we will begin to experience real freedom. That's why Galatians this is why Paul writes this in 5.16, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Then, then. In other words, turn your focus from trying to overcome sinful desires to trying to walk by the Spirit. I'm going to follow you, Spirit. You're leading me, Holy Spirit. I'm going to let you guide me. 
because I'm not doing a very good job anyway. And when you do that, you begin to live this life of freedom that you so desire. So here's my question to you. In this season, right now, I know all of us are going through difficult times. Now's the time. We're going to deal with stuff in our life. We're going we're gonna to become overcomers. We're going to allow the spirit. Of, I, I'm telling you, you're gonna, you are going to be different as you take these steps over these next several weeks. Let me ask you a question. What impulse or desire is out of control in your life? You know what that is. Jesus said, I want to set you free from the power of that impulse, power of sin that binds us. He wants to set you free from being controlled by your desires. Maybe you have a temper you just can't get control of. Maybe it's something you just, you just have never, it just keeps, listen, surrender to the Lord, confess, and begin to allow the work of the Spirit to deposit things in you, to help you. Be guided by the Spirit, not by you. Be free in Jesus' name. Set yourself free to the Spirit and let Him work in your life. Freedom is your right as a child of God. So walk in that today. Begin the journey of walking that out in Jesus' name. I actually have one more I want to give you. The fourth one that God wants to set you free. I added this on later because I really feel like God wanted to speak to some of us today. God wants you to be free from the fear of death. That's what Jesus has spoken to you. Listen, look look at Hebrews chapter 2. Speaking of Jesus, since Jesus shared in their humanity, talking about all of us, shared in our humanity. So by his death, he might break the power of him who holds the power of death. That is the devil. And free those, now listen to those, free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Some of you are in such fear of death, of this virus, of the economy, such fear. All you know to do is just control and and just be in fear. Jesus wants you to be delivered today in Jesus' name. He shared in our humanity. He became us. He, he, He lived his life in our place and died in our place. He wants to set you free from the fear of death. People don't like to talk about death. If you don't believe me, after quarantine, invite some people over and say, listen, I want to barbecue and us have a great conversation about death. See how many people show up. Not very many people. But the truth is this, God wants you to be free from the fear of death. The fear during this time of the virus, think about this, it's not about actual the virus, it's about a virus that would lead to maybe death. There's fear of death. But as believers, Jesus has taken the sting and fear of death for us. So if you're in Christ, bring it on. What does it matter? To die is the gain. To live is the Christ. This is, it's a confidence in the goodness of Jesus Christ. 
Yes, we're wise. Yes, we're, we wear seatbelts. I'm not saying we're crazy, but we, we, we don't fear death. God paid the price to set you free from the fear of death. And that price was his own son coming to this earth, dying on a cross, going to the grave, rising from the dead and conquering death hell and the grave to set you free from the fear of death today in Jesus' name. So that whosoever, whoever wants to live free from death or free from the fear of death can, you can be whosoever. No fear of what the world can do to us. No fear of what virus can do to us. No fear of what sickness can do to us. Why? Because we are free from the fear of death. There's a story of a father, and I'll share it with you today, and a son, and they're driving down a long country gravel road, and a bee flies in the window. And the boy begins to panic because he was deathly allergic to the sting of the bee. And the father, seeing the panic on the boy's face, knowing that the, the sting could kill him, he reached out as quick as he could and he grabbed the bee and he held the bee in his bare hand and he squeezed it. But then he let the bee go again and the bee started flying around and the boy became panicked again and was really freaking out, full of fear. And the father got the boy's attention and he opened up his hand and he showed the boy this little black stinger in his hand. And he told the boy, there's no need to worry, son. I've taken the sting for you. You're going to be all right. Yes, death buzzes around. Yes, so where is it? No, hang on, hang on. The sting is gone. Christ has taken the sting of death for all who trust him. That means for the believer, death is not one, it's not the end. Two, it doesn't have control over us. Three, we're not to fear it whatsoever. It's like the bee without the stinger. Be free today in Jesus' name. That's why Paul wrote these words. He said this, oh, death, where is your sting? Because he was rooted and anchored in the goodness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He was submitted under the word of God and free to live in Jesus' name name. Receive that today in Jesus' name. Be free today in Jesus' name. He wants you to be free. I want you to receive that today. Right where you are. Receive that freedom today. Just if you're there with your family, just get close. Take hands with them. If you're by yourself, lay your hand on your heart. I'm going to pray over you today that the reality of the goodness and the liberating work of Jesus Christ would land in your heart and you would be a different person. You would be led by the power of the Holy Spirit. You'd be free from the fear of death. You'd be free from guilt in Jesus' name. Let me pray for you today. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you. All of us have areas of our lives we need some freedom in. We need to be set free. We need to be delivered in Jesus' name. Lord, this is why you came. Jesus, you said the beginning of this message, we read your incredible words that the Spirit of the Lord was, has anointed you to preach and to give freedom to the captives, to release the oppressed, to open prison doors, 
and to declare favor on us. So Lord, we receive that today. Lord, we read from your word. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So Lord, today, I want to pray for my friends that are joining us online right now. Whether this is the second time this is played or the first, it doesn't matter. You can receive this today. Lord, I want to pray that if anybody is dealing with guilt, God, I ask you right now that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you would set them free. You would help them see that you have made a way for them to live without guilt. And you're extending and offering that to them today. Help them to know that you've removed their sin as far as the east is from the west. You've buried them into the bottom of the ocean. And you have chosen to not remember them anymore. And they should also choose to trust in your work. So, Lord, set us free today from guilt. Guilt of mistakes. Guilt of sin. Guilt of relationships that didn't work out. Set us free today to live free. Lord, I want to ask you today if there's anyone here who is under the pressure of living always for the approval of other people, always under the expectations of other people. God, today I'm asking you, you would shatter that chain that has held them for so many years and they could begin to be free, to be the incredible, beautiful child that you created them to be. They would begin to look to you for their identity. They begin to live underneath your freedom. They would begin to walk in who you called them to be, uniquely submitted underneath your word. God set us free today from the expectations that we live under to be something. Let us only worry about you. Lord, we open our hearts today. God, I ask you that you would also speak to us today and set us free from our sinful desires. Holy Spirit, I just ask you that you would show us now those areas that we continue to be controlled by our desires. Lord, today we confess. We say, Lord, forgive us. Lord, today I want to walk in your spirit. I want to be an overcomer because that's who you've called me to be. Lord, I walk in your power. I walk in your presence today. Lord, help me to shift my eyes from, from always trying to, to not do something to now. I'm just going to shift my attention to listening to your voice and following you. That you're going to guide my life. And as I follow that guidance, all those other things will fade away. So, Lord, we receive that freedom today in Jesus' name. And, Lord, today, so many people riddled with fear. Riddled with so many questions that just override any other narrative that comes from your heart or your word. Lord, today, we receive the freedom from the fear of death, the fear of calamity, the fear of storms, the fear of what-ifs. And we, by faith, accept your peace that you give. That we, from this day forward, would see life differently. Not as something to avoid, but something to be lived. That you've invited us to live free from the fear of death. If you're joining us today as well, and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, and you recognize, I want to give my life to him. I want to give my life into his good hands. I want him to forgive me, redeem me, transform me. 
I'm going to lead you in a prayer right now. And if you pray this and you mean it with your heart, the Bible says you will be saved instantaneously. You will be secure in heaven. And if you want to give your life to Jesus today, I'm just going to ask you to repeat this prayer after me. Just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. I believe that you died for me. And I believe that you rose from the dead. From this moment forward, I belong to you. From this moment forward, with your help, I'm going to live for you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for forgiving me. And thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer today, I want you to do something for me. I want you to text SAVED to the number that's on the screen right now. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Don't put it off. You do it now. Because you need to walk this journey with somebody else. And we, after you do that, we'll send you the information so that we can connect. We want to help you along this journey. God bless you. So grateful that you gave your heart to the Lord today. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you'd like to watch a service live online, you can join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at live.faith.church. For everything else, visit faith.church. That's faith.church.